You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, we're joined by Sarah Olivieri, who is the owner of Pivot Ground and a nonprofit strategist. Sarah, welcome. Thanks, Bradley. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's just great to have you here today, and I'm excited to learn about Pivot Ground. And especially now, we're in a really pertinent time where strategists come into play. But can you share with us at a high level about Pivot Ground? Sure. Um, Pivot Ground is a company that I created oh, five, six years ago now. Um, originally, I was doing marketing for for-profit businesses. Well, originally, I was originally a nonprofit executive director. Then I went into marketing. And uh, that journey of doing marketing led me to want to start an agency. And the journey of starting an agency led me to working with nonprofits, doing marketing for nonprofits, because that's what I knew and loved. And that quickly led me back to how do nonprofits run? Because I realized that so many nonprofits couldn't really handle the amazing marketing we were starting to throw at them. They couldn't move fast enough and they weren't stable enough to handle the kind of growth that we wanted to bring upon them. And it was actually a client who asked me to come and reorganize their team and teach them how I had learned to operate as a for-profit business. And I fell in love with that work. And that's when I pivoted my own business from marketing to business consulting and, stra- and training and created the impact method, which is a business framework designed specifically for nonprofits. That's fascinating. So you've been in many worlds, which led you to this point now. Could you share us a little bit more about that specific strategy and how it applies to nonprofits? Sure. Well, in my journey, uh, it's kind of a continuum, right? Like any nonprofit executive director and true for any entrepreneur, we end up wearing many hats and learning many skills. So along the way, actually starting uh, my first nonprofit job was organizing a conference that led me to directing a program. When I discovered the books of the nonprofit were messed up because I couldn't get the reports that I needed, I just took on bookkeeping, figured it out over the weekend. Um, and before I knew it, I was doing money and programming and bada bing, bada bang, um, I was directing nonprofits. And of course, I had picked up marketing. And along the way, I was learning some really critical kind of business skills and what makes for-profit organizations work. And I discovered when I was running a few for-profit businesses that there are all these frameworks that you can just import essentially into your business and they will dramatically improve the what you can do, how you operate, how much time you have in the day, how much money you can make. And I realized that none of these would work as they were for nonprofit organizations but that nonprofits needed something like this because they make a tremendous difference. So as I found myself in this position of being a nonprofit consultant, it's not really, I didn't feel comfortable there because it doesn't really help you to have a consultant's brain generate a big strategy. I can generate strategies all day long. I love doing it. But at the end of the day, if you don't generate your own strategy, you're not going to be able to execute it. So there's three pieces that really go into succeeding, and they're the three main pieces that the um, impact method are built around, and they work together synergistically. So you really have to do all three, and they're, they're relatively straightforward. You have to have a process for improvement. You have to always be improving. You have to have some sort of strategy and execution plan. That's like your map 
for how you're getting to wherever you're going. And you have to have an organizational structure, a leadership structure that really allows you to move forward on your plan. That's great. That's incredibly helpful. And I love that you bring in from the, the business world constructs and frameworks that fit in and how, how those can be used in the nonprofit space. A little bit of bringing in what's, what people are referring to now as the new normal um, as we're facing a global pandemic with COVID-19. With the nonprofits that you're working with, like what are you seeing, hearing, feeling, advising in that space right now? the impact method is more relevant than ever right now because it was designed to help you move fast, as fast as the digital age moves. And now, even though we're at home and it might feel like things have slowed down personally, things are moving faster and there are opportunities to be nabbed up right now. The for-profit industry, they are, you know, they're at it right now. I was just on a webinar um, earlier, they're talking about the most number of billionaires made are made during times like these, people who are able to pivot and seize opportunity. Um, and so many nonprofits were already operating too slowly. And what I am seeing, unfortunately, is so many nonprofits, I think, are just frozen in fear. They're afraid to make the wrong decision. Um, they're afraid that it's the wrong time to fundraise, but they need to fundraise. They're afraid they're going to lose their jobs or have to lay people off. So, you know, my advice kind of prior, you know, I want to tell you, you know, start, you have to be ready to take action now is that, but to get there, you may need to really just center yourself, like for real, take some deep breaths, regroup, get your team meeting. If you're newly all at home, get them on a video tool, video conferencing, have a daily meeting. You need to be making fast progress right now. You need to bring everybody together to be solving issues. And I think, you know, right now there's a lot of immediate issues to solve, like how do you get your team working together from home? Or maybe what was a safe activity is now a hazardous activity, right? Maybe previously you, you know, ran a soup kitchen and it wasn't that dangerous to serve soup. And now it's dangerous to serve soup. Um, so you might be adapting to some really urgent things, but there are going to be ongoing difficult decisions and things to adapt to, I think, for quite a while. In a way, this is our new normal, but I really think our world has just changed and it's going to be different from now on. What are some simple steps that our listeners can take in thinking with this method? Having really effective meetings is really important. Do you know, meet more with your team during a time of change and crisis and make sure that you have created a safe space to let everybody know on your team that this is the time to bring up issues and that everybody's help is needed to solve issues and to chip in in implementing those solutions. So just because everybody went home, don't stop meeting. And your people want to come together. I'm sure they do. They want to be helping. So that's one really important thing. Another thing is you might be being pushed to do a new kind of fundraising. And that is going to be a bit of a learning curve. But the kind of fundraising that nonprofits are being pushed to do now has actually been some of the highest return on investment fundraising all along. So this is a, it's worth the time and energy to learn how to do it. Where do you predict we'll be in a year from now? 
it's really hard to say. I think that's one of the hardest things about right now is there are so many variables and unknowns. I can tell you that probably what worked before isn't going to work next. We are going to be dealing, I think, with the coronavirus for a long time until there is a vaccination. And I think as, as of this moment, you know, they don't really know how long that's going to take. But the number I'm hearing on the news is a year and a half. So I think in a year, you know, hopefully we'll be out and about again. But I think we're going to have to change the way we function, especially to protect our elderly who have all stayed at home. It might be a very long time before those people can return to society. You mentioned fundraising. There's a lot of timidity and projecting around fundraising right now because the economy had a pretty big crash. What's your advice to either development directors or executive directors that fundraise of how to approach or interact with our either current funders, donors, or potential ones? Same way you always should be interacting, which is be authentic. If you need help, if you're having problems and you don't have answers, share that with your donors. Or if you've figured something out, you figured out a solution, or you've identified something you can do that you need money for, share that with your donors. I think there's two things about raising money. This is actually true for all marketing. There's the context of where we are right now, how people are communicating, what's relevant, and then there's human psychology. And human psychology has basically been the same for like 70,000 years, and that has not changed at all in this situation. So people are certainly not feeling less generous. They want to give back. If anything, in a crisis, people tend to come together and they want to give. What's different about an economic downturn, and right now what we're certainly facing, is many people have less money to give. People still want to give, and people might want to give more. People who didn't want to give may want to give now but they have less money to give, what that tells me is you need to expand your donor base. So you wanna keep the donors that you have and you wanna add new donors. The donation amounts per donor may be smaller, but you're gonna compensate by widening the pool. That's really encouraging to have that confidence there and to widen the pool. You're providing such great insights and help. I'm wondering, is there a specific type of nonprofit organization that you work with or is it across the board? Like what's your sweet spot? At this point, I'm really excited to be able to serve nonprofits of all sizes. I have some online do-it-yourself programs. I have some mid-range year-long mentoring programs. I call them done-with-you programs. And then I can work with larger clients one-on-one. -on -one. So that's really exciting to me. Otherwise, because I have a really strong background in education, human services, um, some of the organizations I ran um, serve people on the autism spectrum and Asperger's. So I, I have a real sweet spot in my heart for anybody who works with mental health, people who are low income, education oriented, developmental disabilities. They are my personal loves. I love helping nonprofits change so that they can really do all the things we've just talked about. And what's amazing is the same thing that makes you better at doing those things also relieves you from burnout and overwhelm.
those things actually come together as a package. So it's easy to be able to say, not only can you do these things really well, you can make a bigger impact. You can also do it while having more free time in the day uh, and feeling more relaxed about your work. That's great. Simplifying processes, aligning teams, and preventing people from becoming overwhelmed or burning out or key things I know that we need in the nonprofit space. I mean, I know I need them. There's every day with my organization. How do folks find you um, if they want to work with you? Sure. Just go to pivotground.com and um, you'll see, you can read about the impact method and, and what we do. Um, and I offer everybody who's interested in possibly working with me to apply for a free consultation call. Um, you'll see the apply, apply for a call button on pivotground.com. It's actually a consultation call, which surprises some people. So um, I'll ask you some questions and we'll get down to what's going on. And you're going to leave with um, one to three great next steps about what you need to do. Oh, what a great service. And I appreciate you doing that. It definitely brings more good into the world, the more we can help and support uh, nonprofits. So um, I want to Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, this has been so helpful and insightful and the forethought uh, is, is just really powerful. So thank you for joining us and I want to wish you tremendous success in uh, all your worthy endeavors. Thank you, Bradley. It's really a pleasure. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.